What is going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. And today is Q&A day. Questions and answers. <laughs> I don't know why I want to sound like a sports broadcaster because there's no sports. Actually, they're coming back, I heard. Anyhow, welcome back. And today I want to answer some questions about fitness. So we're going to dive right into this. And the first question, shout out to my dad. This first question is for you because I was talking with my parents last week over the phone. Um, it was just my dad's birthday. And so happy birthday to you, dad. I love you so much. Uh, I was asking them what to basically answer on the education cast, I'll call it. He wanted to know, he's like, Bria, you got to answer this question. How do I build shoulders like yours? Because I'm going to be honest, guys. If there's anything that has grown during this quarantine, it is actually my shoulders. I feel like I've gained half an inch on both of my shoulders and maybe just my arms in general. And I'm going to tell you the secret to my shoulder gains. I have limited equipment at my house. And so usually when I work legs, when I'm doing squats and lunges and uh, various different leg exercises, I usually have a barbell on my back. And um, you do use a little bit of arms when you are stabilizing the bar on your back. But I've also been doing a lot of lunges and squats and what have you with kettlebells. And I've been holding the kettlebells up to my chest and so in addition to working um, my upper body with pushes and pulls and all of that good stuff I have been also hitting my shoulders just by holding uh, the kettlebells to my chest and I'll be doing that for like 45 minutes as I'm trying to get in all my squat reps and lunge reps and so just that act alone has honestly made my shoulders grow. And so if you are looking to expand your shoulder gains, all you got to do is change how you hold your weight during different exercises. Honestly, if you are looking just in general for a way to tone your arms up more, build your shoulders. Like biceps and triceps are great, and I do recommend working on every bit of your body. But if you're looking for a muscle that's going to really complement your arms, girls, build your shoulders. It is so sexy. Guys, it is sexy. Anyways, <laughs> so that's the first question. Second question for today is how do I avoid plateaus? Ooh, so this is a big one, especially considering that a lot of us still do not have a lot of access to equipment. Being someone who lifts on the heavier side and has been doing that for the past two years, I know there's not a lot of ways for me to replicate a 150-pound barbell squat but you know what I can do is I can play with progressive overload which is something we should do whether we are inside the gym or outside the gym that's just how you avoid plateaus in general and so progressive overload basically means that you are altering your stimulus enough to where the muscle 
constantly stays a little bit confused. Uh, when you're asking, okay, Bria, what should I change? Well, there's many different ways that you can alter exercises. I think for myself, playing with range of motion, practicing your form is definitely the first step. And so if you say you are doing bicep curls and you want to build your biceps more, you have, whether it's a band or dumbbells or a barbell, whatever you have, look at your range of motion. Nine times out of 10, well, I can't say that much, at least eight times out of 10, I never see people do a full extension at the bottom of your bicep curl. That alone is going to add some extra difficulty. Also pressing the elbows a little bit more forward. So now you're isolating more of the bicep when you're completing the curl versus if your elbows are more back by your sides or even a little bit behind you, then that's all tricep, baby. Don't do that if you're trying to build your biceps. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, so that's one example. So correcting your form. Another way to play with progressive overload is to mess with your stimulus So and what pieces of equipment you're using. So this goes back to uh, my boulder shoulders first question. And so instead of using a barbell, like use dumbbells, like switch the positioning of your grip um, using kettlebells, using bands. I love switching between like dumbbells and bands for various exercises just because the stimulus is just a little bit different. I am also a huge fan of playing with tempo and that's probably been one of the biggest things that I have been doing just to really help keep my body in a strong place during this quarantine is I've slowed a lot of my movement down. And so now instead of just pumping out again, kind of what I mentioned, like 150 um, barbell squats. Now I got a 45 pound kettlebell and I got to make that feel like it's 150 pounds. And so I'm really going to slow my reps down. I'm going to look at my control. I'm going to look at my range of motion. And it's hard. It requires a lot more concentration to slow your reps down or mess with your form. And I know for a lot of people, most of us just kind of want to mentally drift off during a workout. Our workouts are a way of escaping from the world. And so to suddenly like think so hard during my days and think about everything I have to get done and everyone I got to meet and then to go into my workout and be like, okay, how can I make this stronger? Like what elements can I put in? Like, I just, I don't want to think about that stuff all the time. And there's the added difficulty of working out at my house. However, there are ways to enjoy this process. Just take one change at a time. So if you've never messed with your tempo before, mess with your tempo a little bit. Look at your squat form. Look at your bicep curls. Are there ways that you can make those moves stronger? And again, use what you have. Heck, if you just wanted to clench your fists. So to summarize that question, how do I avoid plateaus? You mess with how you do the movement. You mess with the tools that you have. You change them up every 
week, two weeks, three weeks, learn how to enjoy focusing on your movements. And here's another thing. And so because all of this requires more concentration, you can even mess with what times of day that you work out. If this is stuff that you really want to get better at, then it is going to require a little bit more mental energy. And so do your best to schedule your workouts in a way where you can really focus on your movement and it can actually be really enjoyable the more you get into it. I am on a roll today. Good job, Bria. Just blabbing on here. Last question of the day is how many calories burns one pound of body fat? On average, you're looking at about 3,500 calories to lose or gain one pound of body fat. That is a sizable amount of calories, but here's the thing. This is a beautiful example, and shout out to my dad again for this example. Uh, when he would cook, he would generally use about two to three tablespoons of olive oil a day in his cooking. And one thing that he and I talked about was uh, like, hey, how about instead of using two to three tablespoons of olive oil, you just use one and you use that per day. And so he did that. That cut 300 calories a day for my dad. 300 calories. If you are in a 300 calorie deficit per day, you're going to be losing just a little bit under a pound to a pound per week. And that was one change. He didn't change anything else about his diet. And that just goes to show how simply you can change things in your life. And in fact, if you ever read the book, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, and you have not read The Compound Effect, I highly, highly recommend this book. Because one of the things that it talks about is small, almost insignificant feeling changes creating momentum in our lives. And so maybe instead of using regular coffee creamer, in your coffee daily, maybe you switch to a calorie-free creamer, or maybe instead of honey, you use stevia in your coffee. Maybe for your salads, instead of using ranch dressing, you go to a low-fat dressing. Small changes like this that almost feel insignificant are honestly some of the best ways that I have found um, for people that I've worked with, including myself, to create change in our lives. And this doesn't even have to necessarily be around food. You could just add a 15 minute walk to your day. You're gonna burn about 100 calories just by doing a 15 minute walk. And if you did that five days a week, you're burning 500 calories a week that you didn't burn before. That is freaking crazy. That's all it takes. And so again, if you're worried about gaining during this quarantine, because I know we're all not as active as we used to be, including myself, this is a simple way to negate the negative effects of being more sedentary as we are. And just an example of how small changes compounded over time make a huge difference in our lives. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you got some insights. If you have questions that you would like for me to answer, then please send them my way. You can send them to me on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Spotify. I don't know if Spotify actually has comments, but you can talk to me on SoundCloud. <laughs> anyway that you want to talk to me, I am here for you and I want to answer all of your questions. And I also want you to have a beautiful rest of your week.
Love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Peace.